0: This episode of Higher Journeys is sponsored by Keen, the world's largest online network of spiritual advisors. Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. Well, hello there, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys. So glad that you decided to join me today, particularly today being the very last show of 2020. This has been a big year, as we all know. I don't need to go into the gory details, you know them quite well. But as with our last show of each year for the last eight years, we're gonna do a little forecast by the numbers with my guest, none other than numerologist extraordinaire, Sharon Milstein. Now, if you heard Sharon's, what I call prognostication from last year, where she went into the 2020 or four year, you will undoubtedly know that, let's just say she nailed it, she really did. Though she didn't have all the specifics, she knew that this was going to be what she called a hard edge. Oh boy, she said, Uh, (laughs) I'll never forget that. Well, as you can imagine, I could not wait to get a hold of Sharon for this year to see what she would have to say about where we're going right now, the five year in 2021. And I'm sure you will be uh, anxiously awaiting her words as well. But before we get into the show with Sharon, I want to start out with a little clip of what she had to say last year. And let's see if you recall that that interview. And if you didn't, for sure, I'm going to link it so you can watch it in its entirety. I think it's important to go back sometimes in time and, and pick up some things that maybe we wouldn't have known uh, sort of out of context, if you will, I still think that's a very valuable uh, show to to watch and to listen to. But without further ado, let's listen to this little clip. And then we're going to get right into my interview with numerologist Sharon Milstein about what's in store for 2021.
1: Wow. So we're we're going into a four year and it is a shake up. It is going to be a shake up to the core. I try to be as positive of a reader as I can, but I have to tell you that uh, we can see things shake, you know, sh- being shaken up right now. With
0: that was the voice, ominous words of my dear friend, someone that if you've been listening and watching Higher Journeys for a while now, you will know her name, Sharon Milstein. This is Sharon's eighth eighth year eighth year, doing the New Year forecast for Higher Journeys, and I'm so delighted to welcome her back. What you heard was ominous, and you nailed it, woman. (laughs) What can I say? Nothing to laugh at, very serious. Sharon Milstein, welcome to Higher Journeys, and you heard your own voice. Here we are a year later. What do you have to say?
1: Well, well, (laughs) it has been a shakeup, that's for sure. And um, I really had the word war, you know, right at my third eye, wanting so bad to say it, but not wanting to, you know, concern people. Uh, So I said everything that I could say other than the word war, because we certainly have a war on a contagion, an unseeable contagion and other properties that have happened that has shaken up this
0: world as we knew it well we said we had a nice chat uh a few days ago where we both agreed that we would not spend too much time on the inevitable not the inevitable the obvious i should say what everyone knows we're all marred, in still at this date but i do think we'd be remiss if we didn't spend a few minutes on uh just thoughts that you might have and then we're going to go right into 2021 because i know that the journeyers and frankly, everybody all over the planet wants to know what on earth is next. So let's begin at the beginning, wrapping up this year, this four year, this year with the hard edge, I would dare say. Just some thoughts in retrospect, Sharon.
1: Well, it's been like a real life sci-fi movie, the movies that I watched in the 50s and 60s, you know. Twilight Zone and some other movies where there were mutations and people and things and just everything out of the ordinary. And um, it's like a, you know, real life drama here. Um, uh, Us Earth beings have really been in a new territory, unsettled, shocked. And we have been just for the last four years. We've been moved by our world's really uh, disintegrating in front of us in every in every order. And it, again, it was like pulling the curtain open. And we talked about this in the past, but I thought it was really a good example about pulling the curtain open and seeing the Wizard of Oz, who was really an old con man <laughs> who misused his power and... Uh, was a fraud and was pretending and lying and it was so intense that it it, you know it's affected all of us even even some of us really who've had a good year some of us have had a good year absolutely but you know i I mentioned last year that 2020 was a four-year work detail organization and just keeping our heads above water organizing and, you know, building for the future without really knowing our footing. Um, but it's also a year of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, and I think that the science and, and um, mathematical medical worlds have have been on board uh, trying to get vac- vaccines, which is a whole other story. But I did say limitation and sacrifice. And that's certainly what has been happen- happening. It's been like a holographic experience where we've been sort of sucked through a black hole and we ended up in a different dimension. And I believe that <clears throat> just to tell you that the clocks, the digital clocks that we always talked about in the past with double, triple and quadruple numbers warned us. That the, that the numbers are, are another language, a secret language. And they have warned us to pay attention. Something is going on here, and so here we are. Uh, the numbers don't lie; they never did lie. They're as old as the universe, and that's the reason why Pythagoras and Socrates and and Plato, they've all uh, try and Einstein, all try to understand through numbers what uh, what the pull and gravity and and um, Quantum phase of physics and such, and where it led, and also the mysticism on on what the numbers mean. So we have been warned in certain ways, and we're still being warned about other things when we see the obelisks that have appeared in different places across the world. Absolutely, that's another subject. That's another subject. <laughs> and
0: just briefly on that, uh, we we talked about that a few days ago, you and I offline. Another one has appeared right here where I live in Massachusetts.
1: Is that so? I didn't
0: know that. Absolutely. So yes, that's another story. But I want to make a couple of uh, comments uh, to piggyback what you said uh, in terms of your sort of uh, foreboding or foretelling that you felt we would be going into a time coming into the four year this year of going back to basics and living a more simpler life. Look yes. at what this year has forced so many of us to do by sheltering in place to go back to basics yeah. in many cases, which is not a bad thing as far as I'm concerned.
1: No, I think, uh, you know, uh, we have paid attention now, I guess, a little more than we did before to the earth, uh, of uh, you know, which brings survival because it brings food and water and such. And so we have been... Um, Introduced to this before the 2020 year, farm to table, and uh, and people, you know, now, because of this year, people that you would never think would have chickens, and livestock, and gardens, mm-hmm. and, you know, whether they're movie stars uh, sequestering, or, or other people that are totally... Um, never have been farmers or homesteaders but it's a time of uncertainty so we've all had to reap uh, our bound ba- our bounties from the earth and pay attention to it which is kind of refreshing because for a long time we had our heads in screens and people were losing even their communication and in a way some some are doing it a little more now because they haven't utilized or even experienced or entertained the thought that there's other things to do in life. And, you know, for me personally, this is how I live my life anyway,
0: Mm -hmm. sequestered,
1: and (laughs) reaping reaping, and going inside and and mining my gems. Uh, So I feel like other people are now... (laughs) Living my lifestyle with me—it's kind of comforting in a sense. That certain- sounds silly,
0: but it's, no, yeah, it's- not at all. I mean, this has certainly been an aspect of of what uh, twenty twenty has brought to our lives in many cases, I I call this the year of paradoxes. It's been the magic and the madness uh, coexisting together. But and and you speaking of madness, I'll never forget you said and I'm going to quote you everything. This is last year, you said everything is going to reach havoc. And that is the truth. What were you feeling? I remember Sharon that you said to me, Somewhat in confidence, I'm not gonna now going to tell everyone that you you felt a little outside of your body at some point in this interview that we were doing last year. Something was going on. What were you feeling? Well, it
1: was sort of the climax of me having these um, pictures in my mind of what eventually is coming, which was going to be a scarcity of of you know food and water and maybe utilities. Um, and war, war. I mean, we thank God haven't been, I mean, we had 9-11 and and other things happen, but we've never had what the third world countries have had where people are right there and uh, bombs are going off and so on and so forth and buildings are being broken down uh, but you know this is what I saw happening and I've also and still see that our utilities can be compromised because there, there's now all this uh, social hacking or security hacking. Um, that's why I hate doing all these technical things. I'm sort of stuck in a in, in another time very antiquated where I have my mind on, Right. survival, and living off the land. But right. I did see pictures of uh, uncomfortable things. And it's hard uh, when you see things like I do. It's a, it's, a, I call it a gift slash curse, right? You've said that before. When yeah, when you're powerless, and you see something. So I've been little by little, just living my life to with that. But that's what I meant. I didn't even know I said that, actually, the way you just said. Yeah, that. I, no, I, I listened. I, I didn't again. remember. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, listen, this might be a good time to move right into 2021. Because I know you've been picking up getting pictures, getting impressions for some time. How could you not, based on the intensity of what has happened? How do you how do you follow up and act like this? And I don't mean to make light of what's happened to all of us. But I think without further ado, Sharon, I want to let you get into uh, this five-year, right? The five-year. What's happening? You know,
1: I I do want to get into the five-year, but, you know, right now we're still in 2020, and I I would love to, to put a date here because of what I do. Um. Today, I believe, is December 21st as we record this show.
0: It's a big day. You know that. It's It's a winter solstice in the conjunction.
1: Yeah, it it is a very big day. I'm not an astrologer, but I understand that people are uh, thinking about the uh, age of Aquarius and such, where there are different planets, uh, Saturn and Jupiter, aligning with Aquarius, which is supposed to help us all. Um, as we express ourselves in numbers, that we will be, you know, a representation of what we need and um, and that there will be power behind us uh, to help uh, with the pandemic and with um, the government, actually, giving us what we need. Um, so, uh there's there's a lot to say, even bringing us to this number five year that we're going into, because it's a process. And sometimes you have to go back and forth to understand the process. So if you don't mind, I'd like to just say a couple of things here, before I get into what's going to happen right now. Go right ahead. And And some of it has to do with our last five year, which is 2012, remember? Mm-hmm. And we had things happening there um, where we had, uh, well, there was a killing of Osama bin Laden, and there was earthquakes and Samis in Japan, and there was a re-election of Obama, and gay marriage was supported by Obama, and serious uh serious um uh there was peace protests and it ended up being a full-scale civil war which killed about 40,000 people in Assyria. Syria um we've also had uh some other things happen in 2000 uh and and 12 uh We had the Hurricane Sandy and the Sandy Brook shootings. Remember that?
0: That's right. Sandy Hook. They just celebrated, not celebrated, but acknowledged the uh, eight-year anniversary of Sandy Hook. Yeah.
1: So, you know, um, in 2019, to bring us up to that, we, and I I think we talked about this, uh, but we had more, you know, let me just give you a definition of a mass shooting is four or more people being killed. And in 2019, which brought us into this year, 2020, uh, we had more mass killings and shootings than there were days in the year. And so this has been accumulative. We have come from a place where people were killing each other. Uh, people weren't happy. People wanted to be movie stars. They were uh, spending more than, than, than their, their means to have and be movie stars. People were not talking or communicating anymore because they were in screens, looking in screens, bad-mouthing each other and so on and so forth. And then all of those things were being hacked. And then we talked about, you know, uh, progress and regress on that level. So something had to give because we're all looking. The world works in balance. Everything has to be balanced and it will correct itself. Just like when a woman is pregnant, if her body has a problem, it will correct itself for this new arrival. So the earth is like this. The universe is like this. We are like this. We have to have balance. And actually, this is a time of redemption that we're going into. It's a time of redemption. Enough with the killings, enough with all this tech stuff where people are now using it against us in a security hacking situation, which is very serious. It's another war. So we have several uh, wars, in a sense, going on. And, And I think a lot of them will come to fruition in 2000. Uh, and 21, actually, because right now we're we've been in a downward trend because everything is trying to correct itself. And so the thing is that 2021, which is going to be our number five year, um, it, 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 there's no permanence. There's no permanence in a number five year. Um, it's It's like the cherry on top of the toxic cake, you know. Uh, We've been through this election with Trump, who was any, you know, represented anything goes to President Biden, who's from the old school and likes to be from the old school. And here we are now, you know, we are in decline and people are reaching a breaking point. There have been more suicides. Uh, People are choosing, you know, not to keep up with their medical appointments and their treatments, their therapies, their surgeries. So there will be some kind of residual outcome because of that. And then just understanding history and nature, that many empires and cities, cultures have been in decline. The Aztecs, the Mayans, the Incas, To name a few, they've all declined. And you know, in my old textbooks for psychiatry, uh, sperm to worm. We're from sperm to worm. Mm -hmm. Now that sounds so great. People think they're living, they're going to live forever, but that's not really true. We are not really going to be living forever, and so we are going to be in a time of a different kind of shakeup. And number five, as we understand it, is a time of change. It's a time of movement. It's a time of no permanence. So all of the medicines, the medical and scientific worlds that are trying to discover all kinds of new things besides vaccines, PPEs and and many other kind of things there's going to be an advancement on that level however whatever is is going to be innovated in 2021 will not last because it's a time of experimental everything will be experimental and it will be replaced because whatever is started in a five-year, which starts January first, twenty twenty-one, and it will continue till December thirty-first, whatever is started will not continue huh. unless everybody, uh, we all, you know, come in at different times and dates of birth, and our souls chose to come in with different gifts and challenges. So depending on that, uh, depending on what your own personal numbers are, and the formulas in which I use to come to that, there could be some other breaking good news. Uh, some people had a great year this year. I yes. know a couple of, and so that's because their personal numbers. Uh, have to correlate with the universal number five, and that could make a whole different outcome.
0: Interesting. Think.
1: Wow. So it's, it's, it's not all gloom and doom, but I, I really see there's some conflict in communications that has started this year. And it's not just our polarized world that we're living in, um, where the truth is is a word that has been broken down, really. Uh, We all have different truths, and and what orbits around us are, are different. And to me, and I feel this very strongly, Alexis, historically and biblically, there's a story of the Tower of Babel. And I would like to just give you a little, for instance, of this Tower of Babel.
0: You can can do that. I'm going to stop you for a minute because we have to take a quick commercial break. And I know that this is going to be important for you. So let's take a very quick break, journeyers. And when we come back, Sharon is going to give us her story of Babel. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys. As you all know, we are living at a time of profound uncertainty not only for our planet, but especially for ourselves individually. Like you, I wanted to get a heads up as to what the future holds for me. And so I turned to a trusted psychic advisor from a network that I'd like to introduce to you. Keen is the world's largest online network of spiritual advisors, providing quality psychic advice, love and relationship advice, and tarot readings since 1999. I have to tell you, my experience with Keen was unlike any I've had before. And believe me, with the work that I do, I've come across many psychics on my own higher journey. The moment I arrived on the Keen portal, I was blown away by how seamless and user-friendly the site is. Virtually every aspect of your life questions can be answered by one of the many advisors in their network. I chose an advisor who could share some insight on my career path and what's next for higher journeys. Hands down, This individual was not only caring, enthusiastic, and by the way, really cool, he, shall I say, nailed it for me on so many levels. Not only did he give me what I would say is spot on for what I'd like to do, he spoke about my past as if he knew what I'd already done. This is one conversation that I won't soon forget. Speaking of conversations, Keen has enabled nearly 50 million conversations to date. Again, whether you're looking for advice on your career, your love life, or you're simply looking for guidance during these uncertain times. Keen's trusted advisors are here to help, just like they helped me. And get this, they are available 24-7 by phone or chat. Or you can download the Keen app by visiting trykeen.com forward slash higher journeys. That's T-R-Y k-e-e-n.com forward slash h-i-g-h-e-r-j-o-u-r-n-e-y-s. When I wrapped up my session with my keen advisor, I couldn't wait to set up my next session with him. And so I did. When you find the right advisor, developing an ongoing relationship leads to a number of benefits, including monthly intention setting, gaining clarity on the significance of synchronicities, which you know I love to talk about, chakra clearing. There are so many ways your advisor can assist you as you gain insight about your future and your well-being. And here's the best part. You can find an advisor who are priced as low as $1.99 per minute, some of the lowest prices in the industry. Now, here's my suggestion. When you finish listening to our show today, head on over to Keen to get my special offer by visiting the site using my link, Trykeen.com forward slash higher journeys. That's T R Y K E E N dot com forward slash higher journeys. Members of our listening audience can get their first 10 minute reading for only $1.99 using my link, trykeen.com forward slash higher journeys. Thanks, Keen, for sponsoring this episode of Higher Journeys and for making me your newest fan. In two words, I'm hooked, and I guarantee, journeyers, you will be too. All right, Sharon, we're back, and I know you're busting at the seams because you you've talked about this sort of somewhat of an analogy, if you if you will, and maybe not, maybe it's even more uh, directly related to the Tower of Babel that we know in history and biblical history. Give us your thoughts on your perception of well,
1: that. okay, I dug a little deeper into this uh, by by somebody who is a um, very holy uh, person. Um, and their grandfather proceeded, or uh, was you know, before his time, his grandfather was very mystical, and people would wait on lines to to talk and find out answers to questions and what to do, and it would always be a hundred percent. So I got in touch with this person to dig a little, uh, you know, deeper, and it has to do with after the great flood, you know, Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. God used to speak to people and he told Noah, okay, I want you to build an ark with these dimensions. I want you to take these animals in pairs, put them on the ark, and only you and your family are going to be on it. Everybody else is going to be destroyed because of their their lewd and crude and uh, bad behavior. So that's what happened. And so the family of Noah... Survived. Now their grandchildren grew up. And the grandchildren said, You know what? We have power in numbers. We don't need God. We don't ever want this flood to happen again. So we're going to build a tower. And it's going to go really high. And it's going to reach God. And we're going to destroy God. Because we could do whatever we want. We have the power in our numbers. So they started building this uh, tower. And God knew what was happening. And God said to to himself, okay, they think they're going to come and destroy me. He ended up changing all of their language, which they all spoke the same language. And he changed their language to 70 different languages so that nobody understood each other. And it caused the tower to crumble. And there were three ways in which it crumbled you know, fire and uh, breaking down into the earth. And then some of the stones broke the other stones and so on and so forth. So uh, the communication, uh, which, which also is influencing us today, which I want to get to, but what happened was after the tower was destroyed God ended up taking the leaders of that of that thought sort of building the tower, and He turned them into elephants and monkeys. <laughs> so, if you understand anything about elephants, they really are very sensitive. When one elephant dies, they all really mourn. I mean, they all surround it and mourn over it when their babies are walking and they're all walking to go forage to another territory, their babies are always inside of the group to protect the group. They're very sensitive. And so are these, and I won't say monkeys, I'll change it to gorillas or apes. They are very much genetically attuned to humans, actually. And so we have gotten a lot of these attributes and behaviors from from long ago. And we see that our communication right now, which we all have a very passionate communication, is less understood. And I am seeing this not only in my personal life, but I have seen relationships breaking down, divorces, all kinds of breakups happening because of people who are maybe speaking the same language but are not hearing each other?
0: Mm-hmm. Very good point. That's strong. And so are you seeing Sharon, that you're you're seeing this reach somewhat of a breaking point, this this sort of, um, I want to say dichotomy, but it's it's more than that, just this separation, this polarity, this the the fighting we know, and the division is just that's that's uh stronger than it's ever been. In the five-year, do you feel this will reach a peak?
1: Yes, yes. We, we're, we're seeing it started in, the, in this 2020. Well, we, It's, again, a process. All of this is a process. We go through a nine-year cycle, and each year is bringing us some more information to utilize so that we can be the best that we're here to be. And, and according to numerology and other, uh, other religions and cultures, we come back again. And hopefully we keep coming back as better humans that are a little more conscious, especially because it's a time of redemption right now. Mm -hmm. There is no other place to go. And this number five year that's coming up is going to be more of what the story I just told you about the Tower of Babel. Everything false news, the truth, the truth is really not the truth, it's false, the false is really the truth. (laughs) I mean, everything is totally bizarre right now in communications. And, And so that will continue because number five is the year of change, movement, variety, and no permanence. So when we, if you picture what I just said—movement, change, variety—you could almost see the swaying of the world of the earth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, we are—it's going to be a time of being unearthed again. I unearthed. talked about this many years ago. Remember?
0: Yeah. Well, I want to make—I want to make a comment because I have a feeling you're going to get to it before I do, because <laughs> we tend to think on the same—we're on the same yes, frequency. We do. You know, I love to look at the shape of numbers. And I think it's it was you that opened my eye to this. But we talked about this the other day and looking at the number five and journeyers. I'm going to ask you right now, if you have a pen or even in front of a computer, type out the number five or write it out and take notice of two elements going on. You've got both the hard edge and you've got the soft in one so, variety, when you said variety, that's the first thing that came to mind. You see variety in the number five. Impermanence, you know, uh, there's, as opposed to like eight, which is infinity, there are broken lines here. Uh, so, th- th- it's a very interesting number. And I you've, again, opened up my eyes so much, Sharon, to the visual uh, significance of looking at, at least in our language, I actually looked at the Hebrew, numbers one through ten, one through nine, rather. And uh, I, I couldn't draw any correlation there. But nonetheless, it's still fascinating.
1: It really is fascinating. It's a, such a different way of looking at things A, uh, you know, geographical, kind of. Um, that's not the right word. Uh, um, the shapes and the lines, there are horizontal lines. There are vertical lines. There are curves. Yeah. It's a little of everything. And it's almost like our five senses, and that's what the number five is also going to bring out. You know, our five senses of smelling and seeing and touching and hearing and tasting. Well, it it has to do with um, being also, I guess I'll add another a couple of words. Number five is also free-spirited. We want to soar, and it makes sense after the four-year, right, because we had to keep our nose to the grindstone. Maybe it was a different kind of work that I had predicted for 2020, but the number five has to do with the senses, but also it's, it's a number of, of just being free, of soaring, of personal freedom, freedom being at its peak. And that, that certainly could get us in a little trouble uh, in the light of the pandemic. And we, it, I call five sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Huh. That's what I call five. <clears throat> and so it's really important not to overindulge in, in those particular things, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Because after this four-year, that's what people want to do. Absolutely. We, yeah we have there's a new a new dawn is upon us and its new normals are taking place and we really don't know how to navigate we we don't even have the beginning in our minds of navigating uh and and having you know being feeling grounded so to speak uh so uh it's very interesting because the number 5 um It it has to do with um, part of, part of, and what I mean by part of is that we have five fingers on each hand, but we have a total of 10. We have five toes on each foot, and it's a total of 10. We have five commandments on each side of a tablet that Moses received at Mount Sinai, which is a total of 10 commandments. So five is part of, which means whatever is innovated next year in 2021, which is around the corner will be the middle. It will be the middle of the nine year cycle. And it's part of that's why things are not as precise as talking about a four-year, a five-year, because it's all part of the process.
0: hmm Okay. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, just to kind of get to the heart of the matter that I know people are really, really chomping at the bit to find out, where do you see this crisis, graduating to, relenting to, wrapping up, what? Where are we going with all of this, the pandemic, from the perspective of the five-year within 2021?
1: Well, it's going to be totally um, what I said before, which is we, we want to be Feeling like a, you know, having a personal freedom and being free spirited. But there's going to be a lot more mandates on us. And whether it's a ploy to control us, there's all kinds of speculations. But um, we're, I think we're going to think outside the box, the box, the matrix, the standards that we're all used to in our world up to this point and we're going to uh, reap our gems in a sense but we're also going to think about survival more and in a way it's refreshing like i said right just to get away from all the other stuff where people so unhappy no
0: right right but i want to ask you i want this is important i want to ask this question again i'm not trying to well i guess i am trying to push you a little bit to to see what you're what you're feeling you're saying a couple of things, Sharon, you're saying that you feel that the mandates will become even more controlled and more of them. But you're also saying that you get a sense of people certainly having the desire to soar, but maybe will be able to. What I'm kind of hearing, if I were to read in between the lines, and I don't want this to be a leading question, but tell me if if this makes any sense. Do you get the sense that people will be pushed to the brink so much that they will push back on these mandates so that they can soar? In other words, will the voice of the people be more prevalent in this five-year? And can it be?
1: Absolutely. And, and and it goes along with the age of Aquarius, which is supposed to be upon us. Again, I'm not an astrologer. But, you know, there there's so many parts to your question right now. But, yes, there's going to be more mandates, and it's not a natural way in a five year, because I said sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and
0: right, they seem to contradict each other,
1: personal free,
0: what they seem to contradict each other, that these things that you're saying, exactly.
1: And that's going to cause dissonance, because people already know they have power. And there's going to be more power with the people against these mandates. There'll be mandates about flying in airplanes or cruises or if you didn't get your inoculation, you're not going to be able to do it. And some people can't get it because people are having, especially sensitive people such as myself, uh, will not be able to take an outside chemical in my body without having residual effects that will not be very good. And they've hide, they've hid a cup, a lot of these um, things uh, or effects uh, detrimental, in a sense, uh, effects from the vaccines. There's going to be different vaccines. But what I see happening on that uh, note is that the vaccines are going to be continually being innovated to a personal uh, need so that the elderly may have a different kind of vaccine. A woman and man may have a different kind of vaccine. It may go by age, it may go by medical history. So again, there's that movement of change. So it starts out and it's very close to a five year that these vaccines have been implemented, um, put out there. But, uh, the, the, again, that's going to be changing. And the earth is a, is a breathing uh, entity that is also going to be affected by this five-year. and We will be affected by that, those effects uh, of uh, extraordinary weather, um, anomalies and storms and earthquakes, tornadoes, tsunamis, fires, floods. The elements, the elements. The wind and, and the fire and the earth and the water and all that, the wind, the high tides and the water, the earth is going to respond to all its turmoil of various plagues, really. I think it's been doing are, that
0: already. I think this year we've seen, I've been very keen, not to cut you off, but I, I, I have to comment that in my watching patterns and, and weather patterns, regardless of where they may be emanating from, uh, seem to have seem to reflect the tumult that people and the stress that people are having. I've seen more electrical storms there have been unprecedented thunderstorms and electrical storms in places oh, yeah. where they shouldn't be. And I think, is there any wonder? I mean, we're electrical beings. We're definitely uh, be, the, I think the earth is mirroring our effect, our mindset and vice versa. People,
1: are not used to being sequestered because of the pandemic. We are coming into an age of freedom, and yet there's still a pandemic. We are deep in the dew, deep, deep, deep. It is not ending soon, even with the vaccines. There are more plagues on the horizon. We've had rodents. We've had other animals killing our animals. We've had insects. That we never saw before. Mm-hmm. We, uh, you know, in, in where I live in the mountains here, in New Mexico, people have talked about all of these. Um, in Spanish, they call it ratones, which means mice, but all kinds of different kind of rodents, because there's been so much of a scarcity of water, and and you know they're all looking for food and water, and without water, you don't have food and and so we've seen all kinds of things like this, and it's not the end. And I don't believe it's the end of the of this particular, or maybe uh, just this virus particularly, because, and I I think we talked about this just a few days ago, I said another one is coming. You said another one? I said yes. Well, after that, I heard that England has a new a strain. A new strain,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: Yes. so... The thing is, a new strain is like almost like a new virus in a sense. But I think that some of it is—it's is going to be a misuse of power from other countries that we have some dissonance with. That it's almost like warfare in a sense. And I believe that they're, that they're, there's such conflict globally speaking. And I'm I'm really praying. I'm really praying. That uh, there's not going to be, uh, you know, a full out war, a right. global full out war, right. uh, with with some of these. Uh, it's all it's all about, you know, the hunger of greed and mortality, and it's just bizarre to me because when we die and our coffin is being, you know, brought and and driven to its place of rest, there's no Brinks truck. Following it. That's right. That's it. <laughs>
0: well, we know that Sharon. I mean, this goes back for eons. It's it's you know, we could we could write volumes about the psychology of what's behind that. But here here's a question I wanna bring in. Uh having to do with October being a key month for getting a sense for what the following year will bring. Uh we don't have too much time here on the main show. You know it goes quickly, so I have to get this in and want you and you know, as it relates to what we're talking about. What have you seen just this past October? I mean, it seems like it's been more of the same. People call this the the, the Groundhog Groundhog Day. Every day seems to be it's the same old thing. But what in October for you and what you've watched might give some semblance of what we might see coming to fruition in the, the five year?
1: Well, it's just all the rhetoric that's been put out politically as well that you know, got more intense in October before the November election. And um, it was set up this way, that it's going to be a rigged election and so on and so forth, and it's the rhetoric is still continuing that it was rigged and so on and so forth. And people are believing. People believe the people in power. And, you know, we, we were shown that dissonance was going to happen uh, with the truth and uh, ahead of time and so we are definitely being um lied to or or maybe the information is not being um, as uh, prevalent as it should be about many different subjects here uh, so you know they're we just there's been shortages of, of so many things that we need we we've really had to have had to navigate the not only the political scene but the medical scene the scientific scene the earth scene where hurricanes now have greek names because there were so many that's right they ran, they ran, out, ran out
0: of they ran American out
1: in or english yep yes and yeah. so hmm. we all of this continues and um we we so yes, every October we start feeling the new number coming through. And we, my dear, are on a magical mystery tour.
0: <laughs> magical mystery tour. Well, journeyers get tired of me saying it, but you know the my saying and Sharon you've heard it too, the magic does live within the madness. The crystal within the crisis, the diamond yes, within the dust. and
1: that's the good part. That's, that's a the good, good part. part.
0: Mining your gems, the diamond I within love the dust. It. Yes.
1: See, this is the time. This is the time, even of us redeeming ourselves to ourselves, that it's not all outside of ourselves. There's so many things that we can do while we're sequestered that are refreshing, that bring new life to us, mining our gems, mm-hmm. taking up a new language, doing an art piece.
0: A lot of people uh, have been doing writing that. A book. Yeah, a lot of huh? people have taken up uh, hobbies. You know, These are the things that I, I hope folks out there are really embracing and taking notice of. You know, people starting. I know for me, well, I've always been a gardener as long as I can remember. But I went crazy with gardening and house, doing house plants, and so a lot of people are picking up hobbies. This has been, the gem has been, uh, yes, is it it does exist, and uh, for and those it's that can see it,
1: it's so beautiful. That is a beautiful to, thing. Mm. To just move over the curtain of madness and see this magic, a go Magic that we can make and innovate ourselves. That's right. that we could dig deep and go inside and notice and and for the first time, some gifts that we never saw we had before. Mm-hmm. it's It's just a beautiful, beautiful for me. It's a beautiful time, honestly. Yeah. It's a beautiful time. I have not been out of my house except for one time in 10 or 11 months.
0: Oh, my goodness. And
1: I have things delivered or whatever. And maybe some of the food, I'm such a foodie, isn't exactly what I would have picked. But you know what? That's where I get to use my genius. Right. And and make new things and discover new things about myself, my taste.
0: Absolutely. A lot of people have done that. That's a blessing. We're winding down. And but uh, we're going to take this conversation, you know, you know how we do journeyers, we've got Patreon, the membership going on, and we're going to take this to the after show. And something has occurred to me now we're we're ending the main show on a on a high note, talking about the magic. But something yeah. came to me that I think I'd like to take over to the after show. That is is a little disturbing that you brought up to me uh, a few days ago having to do with all of these w- sort of weird metaphysical paranormal anomalies that are also living alongside us during th- this time having to do with entities coming through and i don't know attaching themselves to certain people i know this sounds really like completely off base with what we've been talking about but I have a feeling I have a feeling we need to talk about this would you be willing to talk about that in the after show because a lot of people are talking about some of the paranormal aspects that are going along with this time
1: whatever it is that I can contribute I'd love to do it yeah
0: well it's based on something you told me the other day so I want to I want to cover the bases here I'd like to really get into there's so many different dimensions uh to what's happening right now uh I've said many times we're living during a metaphysically potent time. And what you told me shared with me the other day uh, is uh, I think indicative of that for sure. So that's what we're going to do, Sharon. We're going to take this over to the after show journeyers. I hope you'll follow us over there. You know what to do. It's uh, patreon.com slash higher journeys. We'll get you there. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Sharon. I know you you always have much more to say, but l- why don't you give us a final a final word for the main show in terms of the five year? What would you leave people with?
1: I would leave them with uh, maybe having a reading actually um, to understand that there's a way to navigate this dissonance and to look inside their own reason why they're their they chose you know why their soul chose to come in on the date that they came in we have gifts we have challenges but you know right now we need to hear about some of our gifts yes and we also need to know where to put our footing and so i will be able to do that and help people along and that's what i do
0: and you do it quite well and i know from our last show you you got quite the response and i think you're still working with a few people that heard the show that reached out to you and i know Sharon, you do such great work. Speaking of which, I'm going to leave the audience with this, something that I, I've i known for some time, and I did not know whether I was able to speak about it from a legal perspective and, and just even ethical, but you kindly gave me permission to share with our audience just to, to give you a sense for how greatly this woman is and has been uh, regarded with her work, many years of work in numerology. Sharon Milstein, some years ago, now uh was a private consultant for the late now late daughter of martin luther king jr yolanda king and uh we're not going to go into too much And i don't want to you know i want to be a little bit judicious about how much we say but when you told me that some i've known for some years now i thought my goodness no surprise i'm not surprised at all uh with the wisdom and you know because you put not just it's not just about Reading the numbers, you know, uh, forecast by the numbers, but bringing in that intuitive element in very complex uh, but beautiful ways. And Yolanda entrusted Sharon for quite a few years, and I think uh, if I can say, she wouldn't let on to who she was for quite some time, right? You had to kind of you had to pull it out of her <laughs> and then she oh
1: yes, um, she had a the most amazing voice amazing rhetoric amazing way of communicating it was so um, royal in a sense royal you Hmm. could feel the royalty and I'm very sensitive so I pick these things up maybe more than other people I could look at somebody and I could just look at their face or even hear their name and I know what their history their background history is that brought him brought them to where they are. With her, she would call me for readings and never tell me who she was for quite a while, but the the regalness and the confidence mm-hmm. of of her voice, I knew after a while that she was that she had, you know, a history behind her. And so I finally, you know, after a, quite a while said to her, come on who are you because <laughs> I know that you're you're an actress or you're somebody in the public's eye I know this and then she finally told me that she was the daughter of Martin Luther King wow and I was honored that she came to me and obtained my service and I helped her the best she could But she was living life and eating it like it was a big chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) And uh, all I know is that the very last time we spoke, I knew that she could not accomplish all that she told me that she was going to do. Mm -hmm. And I Mm -hmm. even said that to her. I don't think you're going to be able to do all those things. And the, the most mystical I guess you'd say from everything is it wasn't until three months later that I found out that she left. She yeah. checked out of this world. I had not known that because I was working on some things for her which takes a long time and I was I, w- I just was mortified and in shock because my word stayed with me of what I told her last mm. there's no way you're gonna be doing all those things.
0: My goodness. Yeah. Well let's hope that at some level she's fulfilling her purpose in another dimension. So but oh, I just I'm wanted sure to I'm sure she is yes. I'm
1: sure she was a strong lady. Yeah.
0: Well I'm I'm glad that you've allowed me to share that with the audience just so you know. Yeah. So I dare may you rest in peace. Absolutely. Yeah. God bless to the whole family. Mm-hmm. All right, Sharon, we're going to wind it up. Thank you again for people that want to get a hold of Sharon. I don't think the information has changed. It's pretty simple. It's info at SharonMillstein.com. That's where you can get a hold well, of her. Well, that's
1: changed, oh, actually. It's okay. changed. I'm so sorry. Um, I, I And I may go <laughs> back to that. that after a while. You know, I'm not a tech person. and I know. I've so where can it so
0: where can they find you? <laughs> I thought I was. Okay.
1: Uh, Taos, where I live, T-A-O-S, Taos, Mama, M-A-M-A, 36, my numbers, at com.
0: Okay. We're going to have that in the link because I don't think people are going to remember that. Yes. I think you need yes. to get info at Sharon Milstein back, but we'll talk about that later. All right. Yeah, we're getting,
1: <laughs> we're going to get it back. It's okay. still, yeah, it's still there somewhere.
0: Perfect. <laughs> All right. With that signature laugh of yours. I love you so much. Love you. Love you. Love you. you. And journeyers. I love you. you too. And by the time we air this, it will be December 30th. God willing. So if I don't talk to you before next year, have an absolutely blessed transition into the new year. May we all be blessed and let the words that come out of Sharon's mouth and the thoughts that we think. Always and always be for the highest good of all involved. I love you, journeyers. Amen. Amen. We'll talk to you real soon.
1: Take care. Thank you. Thank you.